I'm going to bounce around and I'm going to lump everybody together. Is that okay? All the individuals, I don't like saying characters because they weren't characters, they were real people. All the individuals in the Christmas events, um, I'm going to lump them together in a message today. Is that okay? So we're just going to do an overall lumping, so we're going to skip around. So are you ready to do a sword drill on Christmas? Yes, absolutely. Well, let's start at Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to look at Joseph first, and we're going to start in verse 18, and let's just do as we did do any other Sunday. Let's stand for the powerful reading of God's Word, and we're going to start in Matthew uh, chapter 1, verse 18, and then we're going to skip over to Luke chapter 2, and uh, we're going to go to verse 8, just looking at some of the events that happened today. And so, uh, beginning in verse 18, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being just a man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Now just want to remind you, okay, he had yet to had an encounter with the Lord. So this was hearsay. He heard this, understood it. Remember, they wouldn't be living together. And so he hadn't yet had an encounter. So keep that in your minds. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. These are tremendous words. Behold, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took, keyword, his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let's skip over to Luke chapter 2, verse 8, just to give, uh, actually we'll start in verse 7, the key, key verse. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. And wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, we all know this, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. I've preached that scripture here before. And I just want to repeat it as a reminder. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Not with everyone. God, we ask right now, God, just in these couple of words you've given me to share today, let it be your words. And today we thank you for the breath of heaven coming to earth to be with us. We love you. Praise you. 
In Jesus' name, amen. And all God's people said, amen, amen. So I want you to think about this just as an overall thought of this message and just kind of like giving you some thoughts, okay? Do you all know what confidence is? Yes, okay. I think the best kind of confidence is the silent kind. You know those people, and I say this often, like I envy them, those people that just kind of have confidence and you look at them and say, somehow, someway, they are just confident. They, they are okay with themselves, they're okay with life, and they are just good to go. I want to challenge you today, because see, many of us get a little confused with the message of Joseph. The message of Joseph as he was going off of hearsay, and the message of Joseph turns quickly When it goes from hearsay to a personal encounter, he doesn't skip a beat and goes on. He doesn't ask the angel. He doesn't get up and say, God, he goes out in confidence. And so I believe this is a huge overarching theme of all those that are part of the Christmas story. And that is confidence is silent and insecurities are loud. Confidence is silent, and insecurities are loud. How often do we function in our insecurities and we make up? My wife often says, thou dost protest too much. And she says that to me a lot. But anyway, um, interestingly enough, if you look at every individual that's a part of this, and we've all read it, especially if you're here on Christmas, I think you've read it, you've probably already read it this morning, to your children, to your family, to yourself. But the bottom line is, is that they don't need to run around. They don't need to tout there. They don't need to announce there. All you see is this silent confidence that goes out from this day forward especially witnessed in the life of Joseph and Mary. So the first thing I want to challenge you with, and we've talked about understanding the Christ child and how important it was that he was a child, but I want you to think about this first thought. There'll be three and they'll be quick. When the plan of the Lord unfolds, we awake just as Joseph awoke. When the Lord comes to you and unveils a plan, when the Lord comes to you and speaks He's calling you, and he's speaking to you, and he's breathing to you so that you will awake. It says in the scripture that Joseph awoke. It wasn't just awoke. See, we read the scripture and think he woke up. Y'all woke up this morning, right? Because you're here, didn't you? got all excited. Some of you woke up, I heard, really, really early. Some of you kids, it's okay. Did you get up early? Say amen. All right, kids, you should have gotten up early. My kids are still waiting for their gifts, so they're a little like, come on, come on, daddy. But think about this in the scripture when you translate this, this was huge. He actually awoke with a fresh word on his heart. It actually says that Joseph woke with a freshness. Joseph woke and said, here I am. I'm God's man for this time. When we receive a word from the Lord, do we awake with a freshness, with an excitement, He received it with an open heart. And when you receive the word of the Lord with an open heart, it sets the pace. How many times in our lives do things come our way and it sets the pace and the pace isn't? I'm guilty of it. There are times where things come our way and I don't react in the way that God has called us to react. 
But here, Joseph awakes and sets the pace of a fresh new work, of a life that will no longer. Think about it. Joseph's life, even, we don't focus on him much, but his life changed. He didn't get to stay in his hometown. They were going to flee to Egypt. Everything changed. And oftentimes, and the Lord gives us a fresh word and calls us to wake up. It changes the direction. And if we go with it, it sets a new pace. It also really understand the scripture. It awoke him from the slumber he was in. Meaning oftentimes the Lord is pulling us out of our depression, out of our sadness. Y'all ever been sad before? Some of you woke up today and rightfully so you were sad. Why? Because this Christmas looks different than last Christmas. In fact, some of you last year on Christmas Eve we were sitting with people that are no longer here. And honestly, church, that's hard. But something about the way it's spoken says he was in a slumber. Well, let's just be realistic. In that day and age, as a good Jewish person, he wasn't in a great mood after he found out the news, because he found out the news from someone, and I'm pretty sure that news got around that she was pregnant and not with his child. But the Lord awoke him that day after that dream out of his slumber. Church this year, I believe that God wants to awake us out of our slumber, out of the stuff that we're in, out of the mindsets, out of the stuff that's keeping us. It also says that he came into a new realization of the Christ child. He awoke and said, this is real stuff. He awoke and said, and I'm going to end with the word that he used, and that will tell you how, how we know, but I'm not going to get there yet. And so today, Christmas tells us, as we celebrated on Christmas, that we need to wake up. Joseph awoke and was never the same. And every time God moves in your life, and I'm talking to you kids, I'm talking to you youth, you adults, you seniors, when you awake and God gives you a fresh word, he's calling you to step into the freshness to remain awake. The second thing today, and we can actually lump these four sets together because they all do the same thing. Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, and the wise men, they all did. There's a word did. In fact, John Wesley says it's significant in an event like this that everyone actually did what God asked them to do. Now, you know why John Wesley said that? Because try to get a whole church to do what God's calling them to do all together. But think about this. This is wise men in another area, shepherds in another area, Joseph not even with Mary, and then Mary and everybody just did. Man, imagine if everyone would just do, if we would wake up from our slumber and just say yes. So what did they do? It tells us in the scripture, they acted. The word came and they acted on it. Church, as the word comes in 2023, as we celebrate Christmas, Christmas is all about acting on the actions and call of the Christ child to be like him. They executed obedience. These are all common things they all did. They asked no questions. How often do we ask questions of the Lord? See, we get the scriptures messed up. We say, well, Joseph questioned. Joseph didn't hear from the Lord. When he did, you know what he did? He woke up from his slumber and he said, yes. 
And so he was obedient because whatever happened to him in that dream woke him up and he knew that he knew that he knew. Have you ever had God move in your life that you knew that you knew that you knew and it changed the direction of your life? So they asked no questions. And here's the greatest thing. And John Wesley says, they just didn't have an opinion. Y'all like opinions, don't you? Come on now. Come on, church. It's Sunday. We'll just keep that out of the message. But hey, they say in the Wesleyan theology, they didn't have any opinions. They just said, all right. And you know what else they did? This is so significant. They discharged their previous lives. Come on now. See, we think that recovery groups and that curriculum and all of that has it, has it down. But if you look in recovery, you know what they ask you to do? Don't go back to the people that. Don't go back to the streets that. Don't go back to the area that. Don't go back. If, if it's computers, don't go back to. If it's the Lord already said that a long time ago. They just taken from the Bible. In fact, anything good is taken from the Bible. And so you know what they did? They discharged their previous lives by them saying yes. If you read about the wise men, you can go home and do that. They were changed for good. It actually says in scriptures they were never the same. Do you think Mary and Joseph were ever the same? The wise men that held it in their hearts, the shepherds that held it in their hearts, they were never the same. And when we encounter the Lord, we should never be the same. And as we celebrate on this Christmas Sunday, we should never be the same. The third thing, and this will be the last, they did as they were commanded. They joined with all of heaven. In fact, if you read the way that the shepherds responded, they responded, and here's what's interesting, the host didn't start. Come on now. It started with a word. The shepherds received the word, and then you know what opened up? The heavenly host. Church, as you receive the word, and as you say yes, it opens up the next realm. And then as you say yes to that, it opens up the next realm. And before you know it, the encounter the shepherds had was incredibly heavenly because it said a host. And if you study what a host is, you will be surprised. They had to be overwhelmed. But it's because... They received it, and they went with it, and they said, okay, I mean, this is exciting, isn't it? And it happened. They followed the instructions. The instructions were to follow a star, and you'll find a church. Sometimes the instructions of the Lord, they seem crazy. God's going to come to you in 2023, and at some point, if you're living a vibrant Christian life, no matter your circumstance, it is going to seem odd what God asks you. Follow a star and you'll take it to the, and they did. And tell me that didn't confirm in the hearts of Mary and Joseph. And then if you really understand the wise men, it was a ways down the road. And I would say, just, just go with me here. That at some point as they're fleeing from here to there to there and feeling alone and feeling like no one's with them, all of a sudden they're probably out of money and who shows up? Come on now, the wise men. Let me provide for you. 
just when you probably estimated about three years. Come on now, after three years, you know what you're doing, right? Getting tired of running, getting tired of doing, getting tired of being alone, getting tired of not being with family. And then the Lord shows up and says, it's time I remind you. And you know what? The Lord is going to show up in your life if you'll let him at just the time you need him to be just reminded that he is there. And it was because they did as they were commanded. They went and they were alone. And then God said, in your loneliness, you're not alone. They were teachable. They were faithful. They secured the words spoken in their hearts as absolute truth. Now there's one word in this, in this scripture that Joseph did. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took, and if you have a keyword, study Bible, that's underlined and keyword and highlighted because it translates as he began to be the innkeeper of the promise of God. As the head of that household, which translates as caretaker, overseer, protector, and owner. Whew. So when he stood and he took, he took the plan of God as his own. And church, Christmas is all about taking the Christ child as our own. Letting the breath of heaven be received by us. And taking ownership. It became his own when we approached the King of Kings with childlike hope, excitement, and without limitations. It can become ours as well. And don't you want to go out today receiving it as yours with those three things in your heart and in your minds? And so the question really of Christmas is has his become yours? Has his become yours? And excuse me, if it has, <clears throat> if it has, my goodness, what will 2023 look like? At this time, we're going to play a song and I really want you to begin to reflect. It's really a privilege on Christmas to be able to do this. But the first thing we're going to do is take communion. And I know we've done this before and we, we do it often. But this is a time that we can reflect. It's a time for you to think, is he really mine? Am I really willing to stand as Joseph stood and took, as Mary was willing and received as the shepherds heard and believed and then opened up as the wise men at the right time said yes we'll go today are you willing as you take communion to say yes yes 